0: hello (laughs) hello welcome to off the book the podcast i'm maddie i'm beth and we talk all things ya na adult books um today we're talking about a touch of darkness
1: which when I tell you this book, I actually know this is, I'm going to put my fun fact in here. So we've been talking about how basically like, this feels like a fan fiction book that they spell checked and then published. Whereas there's books like Den of Vipers, which is a fan fiction that they didn't even spell check. They just sent it. They didn't There was no so one... many
0: spelling mistakes in that. Grabber doesn't
1: make sense. doesn't exist in that universe. So, but that's my kind of go-to comment. Like, oh, it's a Wattpad fan fiction that happened with this. A touch of darkness actually began on Wattpad. Yeah, I I figured that out real fast. Like, I figured it out, but like I found the account. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. And then you can see like she's gone back and edited it and been like, Oh, thank you for your support. You can now buy a paper copy. And I love that. Like everyone was probably reading it like fuck. I've been reading this fantasy <laughs> and now, now I've got to pay for it. God damn it. But I love that energy. Um, mm. We're going to be doing a speedy episode today because the past two episodes have been very long, but also we actually have time constraints today. Um, so we're going to get this rock and roll and roller coaster on the road.
0: Beth, what are you reading? What are you watching?
1: How's your mental health? Um, I'm reading nothing at all. Um, <laughs> how's my mental health? I'm good. I'm tired. We've had the first full week back at school. Uh, and I'm absolutely shattered. But I received the loveliest email from a parent. I've not even read it fully because I know I'm probably gonna cry because this parent is just being really nice to me. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Um but I'm good. And I, got, oh, I got the sweetest package from Maddie this week, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but no, so I'm okay. I think I'm a lot happier being at school and being able to like socialize with people. Mm-hmm. like i I'm an ambivert, so like i'm not I'm not an introvert, I'm not an extrovert. I'm like that place in the middle. Um, so being able to socialize and then go home and be like antisocial has been great for me. Um, also, I'm gonna give no context whatsoever. Maddie's aware of the full story, but um, I was in a short film many years ago and uh, people at Netflix uh, have just seen my short film, which if that doesn't give me, if that doesn't boost my God complex for the next few months, I don't know what will, um, but uh, what am I reading? Um, I got a book called the Cousins, which, again, we'll get onto in a minute. I'm going to read that. Um, I'm reading the second book in the Touch of Darkness series. I'm also, I really deeply want to reread a, From Blood and Ash, but somebody,
0: some witch has my book. <gasps> a witch? Listen, everyone wants to be a witch, so don't feel offended. I mean, I want to be Hecate. I want to be Hecate I'm, from from this I'm book. I'm obsessed with her.
1: I love her. We'll talk and about I- her later,
0: but I'm obsessed. She
1: is She is the moment.
0: She is. Um,
1: and then I'm not watching anything new, but I had I had a dream last night about Teen Wolf, which means I think I, we should watch another episode of Teen Wolf soon. Uh, Maddie, how are you? How's your mental
0: health? What are you reading? What are you watching? I'm doing okay. Uh, standard, like you said, I'm, it's nice being back in school. But I also finished my placement on Friday, which is weird. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have three weeks off to just read. I have an essay to write, but that's not the point. I have three weeks that's off to read. <laughs> um, yep. I sliced my thumb open at work yesterday. Not it's bad. kind I I mean, I don't know if you've seen the Snapchats between me and Jess last night. Um, it's oh, disgusting. Yeah. I'm fairly certain it's going to get infected because it was on a clothing hanger <laughs> like from the store.
1: You know so. I'm going to watch that story and pass out, Right.
0: You can't see my thumb, you can't see it. Okay, Um, good. But other than that, yeah, I've had an alright week. I literally haven't picked up a book this week.
1: I haven't picked up a book in like two weeks.
0: I listened on my way into school to, um, what's it called? I just flicked my hairband across the room. Um, The Queen of Nothing, that one. Um, but I listened to it for about an hour and that was it. Other than that, I haven't picked up a single book. But I am supposed to be reading the next book in the Touch Of series. And yeah. Oh, and I've been watching Criminal Minds, but that's nothing new. Oh, um, last week I, put, I said on the podcast, I was like, I need to talk to someone about, um, what's it called? The uh, Queen of Nothing. Yeah, I put out in the podcast last week that I needed someone to talk to about the Queen of Nothing and if anyone had any theories on Akosuth, Akatar, World, Friend of Glass, all of that. So I've had two very nice conversations with Katie and Laura, um, which is really nice. It's nice to speak to you guys. Yeah, so I had conversations with them, which was lovely. And it, was, it was really nice to talk to... Talk to people about theories. Beth can't get involved because she hasn't finished reading Throne of Glass and slash or hasn't read um, The Crawl Prince, so. I've
1: got the first book. It's on my bookshelf.
0: That's good. I recommend reading it.
1: Which is a big, that's a lot of praise from you, because you, before this, was like, I do not like Holly Black whatsoever. Because there's one, Holly Black did a, it's like a standalone book. It's like Snow White, but with Faye. And I was like, oh, I really want to do it. You were like, oh no, it's Holly Black, I don't know. But now, you've changed changed your tune.
0: I have changed my tune. Yeah, it's because I read, I can't, I I don't know how to say it, Tive, T t Ah. Tive, Ah. when I was like 14 and I did not get into it at all. Um but I re- I am really enjoying this series. Anyway, we need to crack on and oh, really quickly, I surprised Beth and got her a mystery book box because I've been looking at them for a while. I keep seeing them on TikTok and um, Instagram and I was looking at them for ages, but all the ones I found were like old thrifted books. I'm not mm. into that not into that at all, but I found a company on Etsy. I say company, a small business, um, mm. that on their description, it said like books either published in 2020 or 2021. And I was like, I'm here for this. And it wasn't crazy expensive because normally they are. So they are called, well, on Etsy, they're called Smashing Books. I think, uh, I think it's yes. like the Smashing Bookshop. Yeah. But in all of their cards inside, it says Archer and March. So well. I love that too. Um, but highly recommend. I went for the YA fantasy slash horror and I got Harrow Lake by Cat Ellis. And I'm intrigued already. I read one line and I'm already hooked. Do
1: you want to read the f- opening? I think we should read our opening lines because I love them both.
0: Okay. Well, the first thing's like a transcript. I'm not counting that. Um, the first actual chapter, it says, I buried my secrets in a potted plant on West 17th Street, which I'm intrigued what mm. secrets and why in a plant pot <laughs> and
1: then I got a book called The Cousins by Karen M McManus who wrote the book um One of Us is Lying um and the opening line of this one is I'm late for dinner again but this time it's not my fault there's a mansplainer in my way which I love because I hate mansplainers and they make us late to everything
0: yep side note my brother just tried to mansplain how to edit a podcast to me as if I haven't done about 30 at this point so <laughs> like hello Um, but yeah I highly recommend you check them out it comes with like little cards and some stickers and it came with a magnetic bookmark this has changed my life
1: we are obsessed we also both got like these little postcards that have a Jane Eyre quote um, which is one of of my favourite Jane Eyre quotes I won't read it out because we've got to roll on Um, we want to really quickly touch on uh, the news God, we hate the world people Abby, I'll let you talk about this one because I'm going to try to not get
0: angry. I got so angry last night. So I was just on Twitter and then it said hashtag end lockdown. And I was like, okay, let's just see what this bullshit's about. There was a protest in London um, Friday, I want to say. And apparently it wasn't just in London. Apparently it was all over the world. There was one in Amsterdam. Um, So this, (laughs) this is a lot of people who have decided to protest. Now, there was police there. Did they violently arrest anyone? No. Was there a single person wearing a mask? Absolutely not. So, was there any social distancing? Of course there wasn't. No. There were thousands of people in London in this protest. Not a single person got violently arrested. So, if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know, um, then... It's just ridiculous, man. It's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. There's all these tweets as well saying, well, they're not COVID deniers. They're not COVID idiots. They're just worried about their jobs and their livelihood. First of all, the government is giving (laughs) furlough. So why are you worried about your job is perfectly safe, my guy. Even if you're self-employed, there's a way to claim money from the government. So why are you worrying that much? also if they're not covert deniers then why are why isn't a single person wearing a mask if they believed it existed they would be wearing masks because that is the logical thing to do so yeah that happened mm. we just thought we should, we should touch on it briefly anyway but um, <laughs> so let's get into this books
1: so quick kind of Uh, like spoiler free discussion is basically, this is the Greek gods if they were in a Wattpad fan fiction, which is exactly what this is. Um, The kind of background context is that Persephone is the goddess of spring, but she's kind of disguised as a human. She can't, uh, she doesn't have access to her powers. She's the only magic she has is the magic she gets from her mother, who is a God. um, And no one knows that she exists. No one knows that her mum had a kid um and she's oh um, they know
0: she had a kid but they just never really she's never been seen she, no one's yeah. ever seen her in public they don't really they know anything want her about her
1: privacy and stuff
0: yeah but her
1: mum's yeah. a bit of a dick um and literally she's at university she was initially studying i think botany and like garden stuff to please her mum. but eventually she turned to journalism because that's what they always do in <laughs> what fan fictions um And yes, she has a best friend called Lexa, who is her best friend and they live together. Uh, Lexa has absolutely no idea that Persephone is a goddess. And even when Demeter herself, she's always in like a human glamor. Apparently their glamours look different between a God and a person. So Lexa has no idea. Um, And for some reason, all the gods are on earth and they own random businesses, most of which are nightclubs for no, absolutely no reason.
0: (laughs) There's no reason for it. I don't understand why. Um, also, the, the I, mean, I was going to say at the end, but this, this book has the exact same plot points as After. It's just with gods. There's no yeah. difference between the two. Like, literally. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, r- spoiler-free review. It's okay. I really enjoyed it when I was reading it, but rereading it, I'm not a fan.
1: Yeah, like, I... I read it during the lockdown period um, of like whenever I'd have a free period or like I didn't have anything to do And like I devoured this book I think it was a good book to get me out of a reading slump like I liked it will I reread it in the future probably not um but it was interesting I like seeing these kind of like Greek god retellings uh someone on Twitter uh I don't know if you saw, I've responded, someone on Twitter is writing, it's like a sapphic retelling of Medusa, and I said, absolutely, this is what I need in my life, this is what I want, but I don't want to talk too much about Greek gods, because then I think about the fact that I've still not finished Song of Achilles, now, let's move on before I dwell on how bad my reading skills are.
0: Okay, so we start, okay, I read this about two months ago, so who knows if all of this is accurate. Um... We start off, Persephone's in a coffee house. Um, I think Lexa rings her at first, but then somehow she also shows up in the coffee house and she's like, um, yo, I got us into Nevernight, which is Hades' club. Um, and apparently it's impossible to get into. You can't get into it without, like, w- years on the waiting list. Um, she just so happens to get on the waiting list immediately. Yeah, apparently she knew someone that knew someone and they got on. So... Persephone's like, did you notice as well? We've got a joint um, document. I gave up writing Persephone real fast because it took too long. So she's just p yeah. in our notes. Um, she turns to her and she was like, "I actually can't go. I, I start work at the newspaper tomorrow. I'm very sorry. Um, I don't want to be like hungover starting just work like, for this this first day." Um, now I'm gonna go ahead and say that I don't think this all. Who wrote it? I haven't even written that down. Uh, S- uh, Scarlett St. Clair. That's it. I don't think she has any working idea of how a newspaper runs.
1: Hmm.
0: There's elements to it I question, and it reminds me of after. Um, it's actually like a work placement. She doesn't get paid, but she's there all the time. I think we see her in a class once, so I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Hmm. Um, Lexa ends up convincing her to go. And then before she leaves the coffee house, she grabs the waitress's arm and she like, is like scary Persephone for a second and she warns her to stay away from her because apparently her mum is just sending spies to keep an eye on her. And the waitress that's been in this whole scene listening to the fact that,
1: oh, because her mum is basically like, don't go near any of the gods because I I don't want them to find out you're you. Um, So that's why there are spies and she's telling the spy, don't you dare, tell my mother that I'm going to Hades's club. If you do, I'll make your life a living hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just want to argue just um, one moment. Uh, one of your comments about her newspaper placement, you just, you commented like, sorry but the, um, like she's just allowed to publish articles, which is like kind of unrealistic. But I'll have you know, I did a work placement at a magazine and I got to publish an article.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it just was- straight away, did they get proofread in any way, shape or form?
1: No, it was, <laughs> they published, they published an article. I'd been there a week. I love that. And, and I don't, you might still be able to find it. Or I think it might've been deleted. I hope it was deleted. <laughs> but it was what was fangirling. it on? It was on Five Seconds of Summer.
0: Oh, uh, I who I'm that. wearing an
1: old five-sortie. <laughs> um, and it was me just fangirling over them looking cute. And they were like, you know what, kids?
0: sure maybe. i love that i love that so much
1: it was absolute banter <laughs> so back to the story never they go to Nevernight and immediately in the queue lexa just walks away and leaves her mate and she's like the fuck
0: i've put if you did that to me i would be fuming they it's just the two of them in a queue and lexa just walks away and leaves her they're not allowed phones because they're not allowed phones in the club apparently i don't, I don't really understand mm. that
1: because they don't want anyone taking pictures of hades uh here's my thing maddie you know if we were in that situation i wouldn't leave you we are inseparable <laughs> i think we have separation anxiety being away from each other or not communicating with each other so don't worry i'm not leaving you in the queue
0: okay um, good thanks jessica on You're... the other hand i feel like a hundred percent just walk away
1: she like see someone she knows and be like "Oh yeah! <laughs> um so they get into Nevernight and we immediately kind of find out that Hades makes impossible deals with humans and when they lose a game against him, he's they basically are selling their soul. We know this from early on. I knew this before I even started the book. Um, there are ogres who are on the door, casual, because, you know, it's Hades, He's got to keep up this, like, oh, I'm scary. My question so, is,
0: can the humans see the ogres or are they glamoured?
1: Good question. I'd assume that, I'd assume the humans could see them. I'd assume so.
0: I'd assume Uh, so too, okay.
1: So they meet a group of people. The only two important ones are a guy called Adonis and a lady called Sybil. She's an oracle and has been noticed by the god Apollo. Um, Oracles are basically PR managers for the gods. We're not necessarily certain how that works. But basically, obviously, she just, she knows things. She knows things.
0: She just knows. That's it. She
1: just knows. Um... They are both, like, immediately welcome to the group, and it's kind of sus.
0: It's so weird. Like, I would not... I can't imagine us walking into Attic and a random group of people being like, come and join our private booth. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: it would be weird, but at the same time, I'd be like, free alcohol, please. Yeah. That's
0: also true. But they're also having, like, a full of, full-blown conversation. Like, they're finding out about... Their names, their what jobs they do, where they live, and they I'm like have an interview with each other, finding out about their backstories. How and can they hear up. each other? How can they hear each other? Who knows? Who it's knows? It's not realistic. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. So whilst they're sat there, Persephone like zones out and then sees a ominous man just standing on a balcony. When a woman walks up and he's like staring at her, and then a woman walks up. And... and, like, wraps her
1: arms around him. And Persephone's like, oh, I thought I was having a moment with this guy, but apparently not.
0: Mm-hmm, yep. I feel, I can't remember how this happens. She gets separated. She might go to the toilet. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, Lex-
1: I think her and Lexa go to the bathroom, and then Lexa disappears. So then Persephone, instead of going back to the booth, goes, like, up these stairs to a balcony to try and find her. She somehow gets a password and then, like, gets into, like, this massive door, um... There's a massive door and it's got a gorgon, which is like a mythological thing. And it sees through her glamour. It's like, oh shit, you're a descendant of a
0: god. In you go. <laughs> Literally, fun. no need for that password we just found out 30 seconds ago. They've just immediately yeah. seen that you're a goddess and was like, yeah, come on in. Let's let's go.
1: I'm not um, going to lie to you, you. exactly what was about to happen because she sits down to play poker and a man just approaches. And I was like, well, I wonder who this could be. Yeah, I
0: wonder who this random man could be. Hmm
1: um and they're playing poker and they're playing to ask questions plot twist it's hades and she lost the game and oh shit maddie you've lost the game
0: that was mean that was was so uncalled for
1: if you know what if you know what i'm talking about guys you've lost the game i'm a terrible person i'm so sorry um my favorite wait actually random question how do you imagine hades like, what? who do you see in your mind? Because apparently he's got really long hair. But in
0: my I, mind... You know I can't picture long hair on guys when I read books.
1: Me neither. See, I when I either. read this, have you seen the film 365 Days, which is a Wattpad turned into a film?
0: Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it, but I know who you're talking about. I pictured the same.
1: I imagined him yeah. because he is off Hades' vibes. Yeah. My, I think his name's, like, Michael Moreno or something. He's very attractive, and he's who I imagined as Hades. Um... But yeah, so Persephone loses and she's basically now got a deal with Hades. Is the assumption?
0: Yep, yeah, she goes home. Um, she wakes up There's- the next day and gets ready for this uh, work placement at the newspaper. And I don't know why her mum rocks up. I don't think she says anything important. It's basically just showing how much control Demeter has over Persephone. Um, she like changes Persephone's appearance. She says something along the lines of like, um, you don't have to work she said yeah that and it's um it says you might look mortal but you can still be divine and she like straightens Persephone's hair like changes her mm-hmm. eye color and stuff and I was like okay I mean if I had basically, the option to do that I would
1: <laughs> but basically being like oh hi my wonderful daughter you're not good enough let me just correct you which mm-hmm. I
0: hate yes it um, was uncomfortable <laughs> also she woke up and she had a tattoo on her wrist so her plan is like, okay, I'll go to work. And then after I finish work, I'll just go and see Hades and get him to take the tattoo off. Problem solved. Um, She goes to the newspaper place. I, it has a name. I can't remember what the name is.
1: I'll try and find out while you keep talking.
0: Okay. Um, she meets her her boss his name is Dimitri and he basically just tells her that she's to write the truth which I was like good job you are a newspaper that is your job you know i would hope that you're going to tell the truth um but he also said that they're constantly getting sued for doing this especially by the gods because they don't like like their name being um you got it yes it is the new athens news there we go um, Yeah, they don't like their names being dragged through the mud, so they're constantly, like, suing the newspaper. Um, There is a quick conversation about, I don't know whether it's, I'm going to assume it's pronounced the Triad. Yes. um, Which are mortals who organise against the gods. I feel like this is going to be important much later in the series. It's not, it doesn't come up much in this Mm -hmm. book.
1: But at the same time, I feel like it's not important at all, because it's (laughs) literally just, it exists,
0: it's here.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't think it's that deep. If it nice. is, I'd be politely surprised.
0: You know what? Same. Um, Adonis. Is that how you say it? Adonis. Adonis. Damn it. Um, he works there. Surprise. Um, <laughs> surprise. And that's kind of it. Um, then Persephone oh, goes back
1: to she has a conversation with the head of the company because he's apparently got time for that. And he's asking, like, what do you do in your spare time? She's like, Oh my gosh, I bake. And I do this. like, <laughs> wow, so interesting. Like he makes the time to talk to her about baking and like icing. I was like that, like, that's
0: interesting. <laughs> mm.
1: Never night two.
0: Yep. So, Perfe- oh my God, Persephone goes back to Nevernight, and she's literally just stood banging on the door, like she's just thinking, "Yeah, Hades is gonna come and answer the door."
1: Why <laughs> am I imagining her like that vine of the woman going? ah <laughs> I just banging the door, screaming. Ah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God! So an ogre opens the door. I feel like we learned his name as well, but I can't remember it. Um, Me uh, he opens the door and he's like hades isn't seeing anyone right now and then she keeps kicking off and he like grabs her to go and remove her from the um, from like outside the club um, but then Hades shows up is it's a lot of description of just to say that he's like got the top button of his shirt undone and he's without a tie there's a lot of description there for that one thing to be said mm-hmm. um, they go in. I think they go into the club. Yep, and Hades gives her her deal. So because she lost, this was her contract, and it's for her to create life within the underworld within six months. Otherwise, she has to live in the palace. Basically, that's it, right?
1: Basically. Yeah. Um, sorry, I zoned out for a second because I was looking for the name of the ogre. So I might be repeating what you've just said, but it's the fact that Hades says he like after she left he was like i consulted a bunch of my books i forgot that Demeter had a daughter and persephone's like well who i am (laughs) so that's how he then goes well if you are her daughter then that's why your challenge is to bring life to the underworld if not you've got to live with me forever and persephone's here like my mom's told me to stay away from the gods and i'm now making a bet with one oh yikes
0: she just really doesn't care also within this she's got so many opportunities to ask for help from other people, and she just doesn't do it. She screams favour in that regard. She does, she does. Um, yeah, um, Persephone goes home. Lexa then fangirls about Hades for a solid three pages. Like there's a lot of it. Um, there's a conversation with Demeter. I think they meet in a park. Um, she asks Persephone why she's been at Nevernight, and she reminds her that the condition of her being allowed to live in New uh, New Athens, that's the place, right? Um, was that she stay away from the gods and she can take her mortal life away real fast if she's gonna challenge her.
1: Demeter really said, I brought you into this world and I can take you out. <laughs> yeah. She says it and she's gonna follow through. She's like, I do. <laughs> um,
0: so yeah, Persephone comes up with a plan. This is her master plan, guys. She thinks she's real smart. She's just gonna annoy Hades until he's annoyed enough that he just lets her out of the contract.
1: I mean, I'd, I'd come up with the same plan. To be, to be fair, I'd do the
0: same. So she is going to write an article against Hades, like basically calling him out for all of the contracts with souls. Are you okay? What are you doing with yeah. that? I'm
1: just, I'm just playing with a crochet hook.
0: Just, just playing, all right. Um, yeah, she planned. Oh, and she convinces Adonis to go and interview Hades with her. So they rock up at Nevernight again. And I have no idea how to say her name. I was saying mint Minth. 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 Okay, cool. Who is Hades assistant slash the girl who was putting his her hands all over him at the beginning. Um, she's there like Minth. absolute- As saying mint is clearly one of those like pick me
1: girls. She's really, <laughs> like She's the kind of girl that I don't get on with. Who's very much like entitled.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and she's immediately like, you don't have an appointment with Hades, you need to get the fuck out. And uh, Persephone just kicks off enough of a stink that Hades comes down himself and he's like, okay, come on through to my office. And then he just knocks Adonis out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like there's some sexual tension in this scene. There's always sexual tension. Always. And then he doesn't answer any of the questions, but he tells Persephone to come back later for a tour of the underworld.
1: Ha. Ah. So then she does that. And like when Adonis wakes up, he's like, I don't know what happened. She's like, neither do I, no. <laughs> uh, but later, she's told to wait in Hades' office and she comes back and she finds a secret portal. She finds a secret portal to the underworld and she decides it's definitely a good idea to just walk through it. She gets to a river and is like, "Oh, I mean, I, I'm, I shouldn't be here, but I'm gonna just swim across this river." Um,
0: In my but- head, this river is literally a stream, which doesn't make any sense because there's a boat there to ca- carry souls across it, but I can't get it out of my head. But
1: this is for, for all my uh, for all my Greek history nerds it's the river Styx which is like you know got the souls of the dead so as she gets in the river they are like pulling her down and she's drowning but it's okay guys it's okay because Hermes is here to save the day I love him so much. Hermes also somehow just like knows she's in trouble so he rocks up and he teleports her to a palace in the underworld and he kind of fixes her up um and what's this? Uh, he says, um, I wouldn't have had to save you from the river if you just waited for me. Her response, yeah, well, you were otherwise engaged. You know what? She is kind of petty, but I do kind of feel... You know, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Oh, yeah. Be petty.
0: I feel Tristan, like she was like so that. angry at that moment that she was like proper having a go at him for coming to save her. And he was like, I I just... I don't understand. You were drowning. Like You needed my help. What's the issue? Um, yeah.
1: Literally. She then... Falls asleep, has a nap, which honestly, I think I might do after this. Um, and then she wakes up. Gives Hades, a, Hades gives her a tour, and he shows her the garden. Is like, here's a piece of land where you're gonna work. She kind of gets like super angry because she's like, there is life down here. You have a garden. Why am I here? Why am I doing this for you? Uh, and he's like,
0: <laughs> I told you. To.
1: Um. And then he gives her like a God's favor. So he kisses her and basically all she's got to do is click her fingers once at Night, and she'll be transported to the palace. So she can then walk straight to the garden. He's also like, by the way, I'm not going to give you any context, but stay away from Adonis. Yeah. I, I hate when they do that because it's so vague. Stay away from Adonis. It's either like, stay away from him. He's a serial killer or stay away. He makes really bad puns. Like, you know, he could have given a bit more clarification.
0: And it's very clear at the end, he, he knows why he's warning her away from him. So why are you yeah. gonna, just explain. I don't understand. Um, so because she has no powers to you know, just grow plants like her mum does, she decides that she's gonna go and buy some seeds to see if they'll um, take in the underworld. Mm-hmm. Um, she plants them and then she heads down to the river sticks to grab some water. And I feel like she does. And she then
1: Hecate, Hecate, who's the goddess of like magic, love her. Chaotic.
0: I. She just rocks up. I love her so much.
1: And she's like, "Bitch, don't go back to the sticks. You're gonna die.
0: <laughs> don't do that. Why are you doing? You know that's dangerous. Why are you going there in the first place?" Yes. Um, they go for a little walk. Um, I have a feel. I don't know if this is how you say it. Asphodel. Yep, asphodel. Okay um they go for a little stroll there and they spend some time with the souls that's it that's the end of that chapter not a lot happens after that
1: um my hades then appears at the end and they're talking about something that like there are more questions and this is my favorite thing um she's then like okay i'm gonna choose the game this time and there she is teaching hades god of the underworld how to play rock paper scissors um it's fantastic and he gets really frustrated because he keeps losing. Um, so she's asking about the souls and why he makes deals. And apparently he says it's to help people. Like he aims to do, um, like, for example, he'll like challenge an alcoholic to like go to rehab. So he does things that like, it's actually kindness, but it's to see how strong their will is. Um, I'm just reading your comments. Oh, <laughs> it's um, the one from Hadestown.
0: Yeah, so they're in the middle of their game of rock, paper, scissors, and Mimph comes in and she's like, there's someone, there's an intruder, you need to come and sort this out. (laughs) I don't know his name, what's his name? Um, Hold on, it's Orpheus,
1: uh, who is like one of the most beautiful kind of poets and songwriters, and he falls in love with Eurydice, and they are so in love, and they literally get married and she like dies straight away. Immediately. And he marches his way into the underworld and is like, bring her back to me. Like it's one of the most romantic sweeping gestures. Um, and Hades is like, ha, nope. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, in, in the traditional fairy tale, I think it's a, well, not in, in, in the history, he's then challenged. It's like a test of his will. Like you have to walk all the way out of the underworld and trust that she's behind you. But if you turn around, it proves you don't love and trust her enough. And if you turn around, she'll stay down in hell with me forever. But if you walk all the way up to the mortal world without looking behind you, then she'll be with you forever. Um, but Hades being Hades um, gets the fates to kind of like put doubt into his mind. So in the, uh, in the actual folklore, he turns around and sees her and is like, oh fuck, peace out homie. And she's saving <laughs> the world forever. And Orpheus now apparently wanders the world in search of her singing sad songs. That's the folklore.
0: But I don't in this know book
1: happen. in this book, it's like mentioned, but we don't see it again,
0: yeah, so he rocks up they're in the throne room he Hades makes Persephone sit on a throne because he says she is a goddess and she will sit on a throne she deserves that t- title. She was just born to it mate I don't think that really counts as deserving anything mm-hmm. um and Orpheus I did... yeah Orpheus yep, he asks to trade his soul for Eurydices. And immediately, Hades is like, absolutely not. I'm not doing that for you. Um, and he just sends Orpheus on his way. And then Hades and Persephone get into an argument about this. And she's like, why? Because I think he says something to question his love of Eurydice. And he basically turns around and is like, it was a selfish request. He wasn't doing it for her. He was doing it for him to make himself feel better. Um mm.
1: I think he also makes the point of, like, the fates plot cl- her life. Like, the fates mm-hmm. are their own power source. Like, there's only so much I can do.
0: Yeah. Um. So, yeah, after that argument, Persephone just leaves whilst she's angry. That point is important for later. Um. This is another time. I feel like this is a couple of chapters afterwards, but she goes back to Nevernight. Um, she tries to, like, click her fingers and teleport to the... Um, the palace but it doesn't work so she walks up bearing in mind it's the nightclub and it's about 12 o'clock at night she's just strolling through in her leggings and a jumper just chilling and everybody else is dressed up she walks all the way through up to Hades' office (laughs) Um, and she just waits there for him to show up Hades isn't there but Hermes is and he like grabs her I can't remember if it was an image like a painting or a mirror it's a mirror a mirror um and they like hide in there for a second hades walks in and then a woman walks in with him and she's basically begging for her daughter's life she's got like t- a terminal illness and she is trying to make a deal like she'll swap her soul for hers if she gets longer to live um hades doesn't make the deal but instead he offers to give his like this woman's daughter his favor um so that she'll live um i feel like they have a conversation later about it but i can't remember when so like persephone asks him why and he's basically saying that it was a selfless plea like it wasn't for her it was for her daughter um yeah. she was yeah yeah um yeah so then Hades was willing to like talk to the fates have a discussion and be like yo can i like, this is what's happening he says there's only so many ways that he only so many times that he's allowed to do stuff like that and he doesn't want to get on the wrong side of the Fates. Fair enough, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. Um, we also learned that he revoked the her favor to just like teleport into the underworld because he doesn't want her to leave when, she, when she's angry at him.
1: But Which like is- she has every right to be angry with him.
0: Yeah. Um, my next little subheading is called Adonis is a dick. <laughs> um, they're back home, I not not they, Persephone is back home. She wakes up and she finds out that her article that she started writing on Hades has been published, um, as you do. And basically Adonis had hacked into her laptop or taken or remembered it because he was looking over her shoulder at some point. Yeah, and, and like, she showed like, what
1: she had so far, but she was like, oh, it's not finished, it's not ready yet. But he was like, I don't care, you're going to publish yeah. it.
0: So he finished it for her and just submitted it. Um, he instead of,
1: some, sorry, He added in some like extra like insults because he doesn't like Hades.
0: Yep. And then instead of just telling her boss what happened, she just goes along with it. And then she's told to write five more articles on Hades. Surely mm. that's the point where you're like, Adonis just submitted it. That wasn't my work. Like, mm. I didn't understand. There's also another conversation with Demeter. Um... She's just warning her about how easily she can take away what she's got. It's the exact same conversation pretty much all of the time. Literally,
1: I brought you into this world. I will take you out of it. I think think it's at this point where we find out that there was a point when she was young, when Persephone was younger, that her mum literally just kept her in a greenhouse.
0: Yeah. I think it's like a giant greenhouse, though.
1: Yeah. But like, still, not that bad. Like, (laughs) is not going to be winning mother of the year.
0: No, she's definitely not. Um Lexa decides that they want they're gonna go celebrate and they're gonna go to a different gods nightclub. It's called La Rose. I'm fairly certain it's Aphrodite's. Am I right? That okay, cool. So. Um to celebrate, you know, her non-achievement because she didn't submit that article, she didn't even finish writing it, but they're just gonna go out to celebrate anyway. Um, Adonis has a private suite and he's the one who's got them into the club in the first place, which again is a little bit suspicious. Is nobody going to ask him how he's got into these clubs so easily?
1: Also, at this point, it's clear that Adonis has a bit of a thing for Lexa.
0: Yes. They've kind of been seeing each other. Oh, um, well, this is where we learn that Adonis has Aphrodite's favour.
1: Yes. Also, I've just realized we need to do a quick kind of like uh, warning. Yeah. Because there is um, a bit of a trigger warning for sexual assaults. Yes. And sexual harassment. Um, Giannis is an absolute douchebag.
0: Yeah. So Lexa is kind of upset by the news because she had a little bit of a thing for him. And her and Persephone walk out into the club. I think they just go and dance. And then they get approached by, I think it's a nymph, hmm. I think. She's got, like, drinks on a tray. She's like, these are for you. And Persephone's like, no, we didn't order these. And she's like, they're on the house. First of all, suspicious. Why are you just taking them drinks off that tray?
1: <laughs> Literally.
0: You didn't see them made, so why are you drinking them? Um, Is it, I don't think it's very clear. Did Adonis send them, them drinks? Adonis
1: sent these drinks. Okay, cool. send them
0: yeah they're drugged so Lexa and Persephone get separated and then Adonis tries to get like have a conversation with Persephone and then when she doesn't take all of that very well he forces himself on her
1: so just to kind of clarify he's like he's trying to grab her like and stuff it was really I got really angry reading it um then like- Hades
0: yeah like- Hades disappears. He saves the day. He basically storms. I've got this image of him just like ripping doors off, but that's not what happened at all. Um but isn't
1: that like quite a dangerous thing because he's going into another god's territory. But yes. he appears in territory like your man has just tried to hurt this girl, and if you're gonna he was like, I don't care. Mm. Like,
0: they leave, he like picks up Persephone, they walk out, he goes and gets in his limo that he just drives around in. Um and she like, tries to stop him. She's like, Lexa's still in there. And he's like, I promise I will make sure Lexa gets home safely. This scene in the limo was literally my favourite scene of the entire book.
1: Yes. Do you want to read out your favourite line?
0: <laughs> he says, I could make you worship me. I messaged Beth when I read that because I just, I was like, I had to take a moment. Mm-hmm.
1: Um.
0: Basically, they're just like sat in the limo and then... They have a little make out session, but there's like the wording of it. The wording of it is fantastic because he's like, I will make, I could make you worship me. And then.
1: But doesn't she say something along the same lines of like, no, I'll make you worship me.
0: Yeah. She says, actually I'll make you worship me and I won't even have to give you orders. And I was like, fantastic. Excellent. Excellent scene. I do feel sorry for the driver. Yeah. It happens a lot in the limo. I. I feel a little bit bad for him. Justice for the driver. Yes. Um, they go back to the underworld, I believe, and she just has a little nap. Oh, she wakes up naked and she asks Hades why she's naked. And he's just like, You insisted on it. You <laughs> insisted that you took your dress off. This wasn't me. I wasn't weird about it. This was on you, Chief. Like.
1: Um, she then goes and sees Hecate and Hecate asks, like, what happens um, when Persephone tries using her power? And Persephone's like, oh, everything just withers and dies. Like, shit. And then Hecate's like, you know, there are other ways to create life in the underworld. And Persephone's like, what do you mean? And I had this inkling a while ago. Um, and Hecate's basically like, you know, you could like have a baby, cause that's creating life. Um, and Maddie and I were both thinking that, like, that theory. But Persephone's like, um, no, thank you. No, thank you, ma'am. Wham, bam, no, thank you, ma'am.
0: No, baby. Literally, the second Hades was like, you need to create life in the underworld. I was like, oh, this is going to be like a pregnancy fan fiction. hundred <laughs> um, percent. Yeah.
1: Basically. Basically.
0: Oh, Hecate, when, when Persephone shows up there, she's just, like, kind of playing with a polecat. And she just casually says that, "Oh, she was a witch, but I just turned her into a polecat because she was an idiot." No, I, love, <laughs> I love that. So the, power, the power, the
1: power. Um. There is a really big ball that happens every year that all the gods go to, essentially in my head, I imagine it's like the Met Gala where everyone gets to go, but watch the gods enter and it's a big thing. Um, And I think each year it's inspired by a different God. And this year it's going to be inspired by Hades who, um, and oh, there's like a big entrance at the beginning, but Hades never goes in through that big entrance because that's where all the paparazzi is. He sneaks in his own entrance. Uh, so Dimitri, the head of New Athens News, uh, gives Persephone two tickets and is like, look, you're, it, it's an event about Hades. You're writing the articles on Hades. This is the only logical thing for you to do. Um, also would like to momentarily go back and give some context. Whilst in the underworld, Persephone has been befriending uh, the souls down there and like they adore her. She adores them. They've even like handcrafted her a crown and like they all got down on one knee and was like, you know, please wear this crown. Basically, they're all like be our queen and she's kind of like not fully reading the signs. But she's she not, accepts,
0: she's like, not reading the room, is she? She's not reading the room.
1: Um, and basically... She takes Lexa with her as her plus one. And uh, is it that Hades knows that she's going to be there? So he sends her a dress and the crown. And I mean, she looks phenomenal.
0: And Lexa's like, oh. I, Lexa and um, Persephone go dress shopping. Uh, Hecate sends her the crown and she gives her a mask. I don't know if Hades knows that she's going to be there.
1: It's Hades. He knows everything. He probably
0: does know, yeah. Um. Um, Oh, there's an announcement. Yes, Hades. Apparently, they have to announce something. Apparently, it's like a big thing. I don't. I don't know.
1: It's it's always like something to help the mortals to be like, "Wow, us Greek gods are so great. Let
0: us stick power." Um, and he announces a rehabilitation center that will be free for people to use. Um, And it's basically done because of what Persephone has said to him. When they had that conversation, when they were playing rock, paper, scissors, and she was asking him why he did what he did, and he was saying it was to help people. Persephone said something along the lines of, well, that's not helping people, it's punishing people, because a lot of them can't actually um, get over. or um... They can't deal with their
1: addictions. Not everyone has that capability. So instead of like cursing them and punishing them, you should do something to actually help.
0: So mm-hmm. this is
1: response Yep. Um, Hermes is there. Him and her have like this fun, like flirty banter friendship, and I love it. And he's that she like, bitch, go get your man, and she's like, oh, he's not my man, but okay. She just like, <laughs> uh huh. Um, and like the sexual tension, tension as per usual, um, is great. Um, I'd also like to clarify: have we had the un- the before we get onto this next bit, have we had the bath scene yet? Does it ha- does the bath scene happen before or after? I think it happens. Which before.
0: one? There's <laughs> there's a
1: couple. There, there was a bath scene. I think this is before. Where I think maybe, it's before. So there was a point where um, Persephone is having a bath in the palace in the underworld, and Hades joins her, and things are getting heated, and they're about to do the do, and kind of Persephone's here like. I'm a virgin this is you know a wonderful moment for me in Hades and then Minthe comes in it's like oh I didn't know you had someone else joining you for your you know evening bath and that kind of flirty tone makes her go oh for fu- fuck off Mint. <laughs> and then the whole mood is ruined. She's um, like
0: for fuck's so- sake Ali like what are you doing?
1: <laughs> so I think this happens like a few chapters before the ball so they leave together, um, like really obviously
0: in the middle of the dance floor. Literally, um, they're dancing together and they just teleport out of there. Also, I have a bone to pick. So it's made very clear that Demeter's appearance whenever she appears in mortal form is not altered much. She get, like, basically gets rid of her horns and she takes away like um, a, the tiny little bit of how like uh, her eyes glow, but it's very minimal. I know she's wearing a mask, but how the hell has Lexa not put two and two together? Literally. I was struggling to understand this. But then I suppose equally, I wouldn't necessarily believe if your mum was a goddess. So if she suddenly grew horns, I would probably be like, is that the same person? (laughs) I don't think it is. Um.
1: Literally. Um, But Hades and Persephone go to the palace in the underworld and they're basically, this is the point where they have sex and it goes on for a really long time. They just keep having sex. This is all they do. Uh, but there was this one quote. So Maddie likes the whole quote of I'll make you worship me. But the quote that I love from this book and lives rent free in my mind, basically he's saying, we're gonna have sex, but I want you to wear that crown. So then she turns to him and says, and he's like, well then fine, if you want that, then I want you to be in your God form. I want you to lose the glamour. And he's like, wait, what are you talking about? Why? And she says this, you want to fuck me in this crown? I want to fuck God. I thought that was powerful. I liked it. And he's just there like, oh, okay. (laughs) Um, So then they, they, they do that, but literally it feels like three chapters. It feels like that's all they're doing. But the next morning she wakes up and she walks around the garden and she has power. She has her own power and like she creates like a flower or something she's like, oh shit. And then, they, uh, then Hades appears and they have sex outside because that's apparently all they can do now. Um, she then goes to speak to some souls who lost their contract to Hades. Turns out they're all just taking their time to heal before being reincarnated. Um, Adonis ain't having a happy ending and he ends up getting
0: fired. He's Um, a bit of a a douchebag. And I feel like they got into an argument and Dimitri overhears it and he calls him into his office and was like, how dare you speak to someone like that?
1: Also, one thing we forgot to mention, at the ball, when Apollo entered, Sybil is there. Sybil, who's like... Oh, yeah. He's been chosen to be Adon... Not Adonis, is Apollo's oracle? Yes. And also, isn't there a point in the ball where she goes, oh, like I knew you two would end up together... And Persephone's like, say what? And uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sibyl's <laughs> like, oh, I said nothing. Come back to me later. <laughs> um, and then Persephone starts planning a ball for the souls in the palace. And it's basically like, she's like, why do you want the souls to think you're such a bad person? I mean, you're great. Let's celebrate that. And let's celebrate these lives. Yes. Um, again, Hecate coming back with all the iconic moments, because... Persephone is now kind of like, I'm going to train with Hecate to work on my power. So she keeps showing up, and Hecate's just, like, living her life, being a bad bitch. Uh, she shows up, and she's like, oh, hey, what, Hecate, what are you doing? And Hecate's like, oh, I'm, you know, nothing much.
0: Just mortal. I wish I could do that. Yes. <laughs> um, then it's the ball. I feel like not a lot happens, except, like, he kind of announces her as their queen like he lets her walk in with him all of that situation a lot of like powerful imagery um it's kind of cute and then he's yeah Yeah. that's it
1: the next day adonis threatens persephone with uh he's taken image he's somehow managed to get images of her of persephone and Hades in the underworld he's like i want my job back (laughs) bitch there's probably another like newspaper you can go work out just accept you're a shitty person and go find another job do you really want to get on the bad side of the girl who is currently dating Hades
0: literally also he's meant to be like the villain in this he's such a bad villain all he wants is to get his job back that's it Uh...
1: Hades bakes who knew we needed this in our lives I know
0: this is such a fan fiction move honest to god you've only seen this. Yeah, uh, they basically spend time in the flat with Lexa and her new boy- boyfriend, which side note, is a computer person. He knows all about like hacking and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and
1: this comes in later. In later. This in is later. later. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Hades, I want to know how small their apartment is in comparison with how big Hades is, because apparently <laughs> yeah. huge and like hunched over in the kitchen. Um, like how small is their flat, really?
0: it's got to be really- tiny isn't it <laughs> um,
1: like I would is it the kind of flat I would be hunched over in because I'm very tall um but they do like cook they do like baking and they watch a film and then her and Hades do the do in her room um but then in the middle of the night Demeter just appears and is like Persephone
0: a- <laughs> that's so like, creepy they- if someone just showed up in the middle of the night and did exactly what you did I would be terrified <laughs>
1: um, Basically, she's like, she finds out everything and is like, listen, I'm taking away my protective magic. Fuck you. This is your punishment. Once your contract is over, you're coming home to live in the greenhouse.
0: Yeah, well, she tries to immediately just take Persephone with her and Hades steps in and is like, actually, see that tattoo on her wrist? She's mine for the next, like, three months. So you can't actually do anything because otherwise it's like a sign of war. And I don't think you want that. So... Mm-hmm. uh and then she's like okay after your time's up after your contract's up you're gonna come and stay with me well if she loses that contract she's not gonna be staying with you is she yeah it's not happening um and
1: this is the point where like lexa then is there and is like bitch what the fuck is going on and like she even <laughs> tell lexa about like oh i'm a god my mum is Demeter, um end of the book basically we're on the home stretch now i'm proud of us well done No. Um, Aphrodite rocks up at Persephone's work um, and it basically says like oh and this is where it is basically the plot of after she's like uh-huh. oh yeah. do you want to know a fun quirky story oh you and Hades are in love so cute it's actually all a bet she's like I the night that you and Hades met he and I had made a like a contract he had six months to get someone to fall in love with him she didn't actually believe in love even though she's the goddess of love uh, and she was like I just wanted him to prove me wrong Persephone's then really mad and she wants to end the contract immediately. So she goes to find the stream. There's a magical stream that Mintz told her about because of course we can definitely trust Mint. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Basically, the water from this kind of stream will help her grow the garden and end the contract. There's
0: a guy chained to a rock. He asks for water and food then tries to like murder her (laughs) because that's it. That's problem solved, isn't it? Either way, you're still chained to a rock, my guy. So if you murder her or don't murder her, you're not getting out of that situation.
1: Yeah. Hades appears and saves her. They then get into an argument and he tells her like, oh, I was helping you by worshipping you. You know, Demeter deprived you um, of that kind of like growing up and that's why you've not got powers because you don't believe you deserve them. And she uses her magic, but like, I thought this was a powerful moment. She like uses like the dead vines to like trap Hades and she's mm-hmm. like, bitch, you can fuck off. Don't mansplain my own powers to me. <laughs> and she runs off. She's then like, you know what? I'm going to sort this shit out myself. I'm going to stop putting up with everyone's bullshit um she gets lex's boyfriend to hack into adonis's laptop and delete the images of her and hades she then turns mint into a mint plant and then she turns adonis's arms into vines she
0: then puts him back to normal but it's like don't fuck with me or else your arms will be vines for the rest of your life like obviously he's coming back my guy you just turned his arms into vines like what's why did you let him go turn him into a mint, mint plant too
1: yeah. Um, she then goes to see Demeter and Demeter's like, ha ha ha, you will stay here forever. And she's like, bitch, you guessing. And she like destroys the greenhouse. And Demeter's like so shocked because she's like, wait, where did you get powers from? How did you do this? What have I missed? A lot. A lot. She's missed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um my favorite phrase. She then gets all depressed spaghetti and is at a coffee house. <laughs> but Hecate appears and is like, listen, I know he did a bad thing. I know him making a bet to fall in love with you was bad, but like, he does kind of like you. Um, and then she sees Hades and she runs to him because, of course, choosing a man is always the best choice, right?
0: Obviously. Hmm. And also, then- he- the fact that Hades had to send Hecate to go and speak to her
1: basically that's the end of the story um there is an extra pov at the end which is hades point of view of the night he meets persephone and the night he makes the bet with aphrodite i didn't really pay much attention to it to be honest so that is basically the end of the book um we are maddie and i are now starting the next book in the series which i believe is called a touch of ruin um In conclusion, this is just fan fiction. It has the exact same plot as After, but with gods. Um, This is one of my favorite kind of fan fiction tropes, almost. Because I've seen a lot of... My favorite things is when people take... In fan fiction, they take fictional characters and put them in that, like, university kind of college situation. And for some reason, they're always studying journalism. That's what they always do. Like, if you read... I've seen so many, so many... Um, it's just, it's interesting, it's fun, it's quirky. Um, thoughts for the next book? My current thoughts are that, well, we're going to see more of Hades and Persephone's relationship. Um, I have at this point actually read the first chapter of the next book and I can tell you for a fact, they just have sex in the first chapter. That's all they do. That's all they do. Um, my actual theories is that Adonis... There's, there's, he's gonna come back. He's, he's a man who's had his pride wounded. So he'll be back uh, and he'll join up or team up with someone. Maybe Aphrodite will be on his side, but there's a really nice quote. The book ends on a quote that just, um, where they're basically confessing their love. Um, and he's like, you know, it doesn't matter if the fates think we're meant to be, or if we met on our own. He's like, you will be my queen. I don't need the fates to tell me that, which I thought was nice. is gonna be back. She's angry that her daughter's gained her own power and is independent.
0: Oh, 100%. She literally just went and destroyed her greenhouse and then just said, peace out.
1: (laughs) So we're going to see them in the next book.
0: See, I've read the next, I've read about a third of the book. Okay. Um, Apollo is a big part of it. Cool, cool, cool. Good, good. Cool, cool, cool. Um
1: i think that's
0: it that is it yeah sorry i just let you talk for the last part of it i had to mute myself <laughs> so uh
1: do you want to tell everyone the social media handles if you want to get in contact with us or see any other content that we are creating
0: um tiktok and instagram is at off the, book underscore the podcast. Twitter is at offthebook_pod. underscore pod. We've got a Gmail, offthebookpodcast at gmail.com and a Goodreads, which is just off the book. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. Give us a little comment. Every Rate little it. five star helps. Yeah, it really does. Um,
1: yeah. So please get in contact. If you've read this book, let us know. If you have book recommendations, let us know. We are always looking for more diverse books because all of the books, we are completely aware that all the books we're doing are very, very white. Um, we have a list of books um, that are that don't have white kind of leading characters, and we are eager to do those. Um, I have them- saw
0: that little clip, that little clip, that little snippet from We Hunt the Flame.
1: Yes, I want to do We Have The Flame. I want so to do bad. it
0: so bad. I'm obsessed with that one quote that I've seen. Mm-hmm.
1: We won't read it out on here now, but we'll do the book at some point and we'll read it. And I, I can't remember the author, but I still really want to do A Song Below Water. Oh, yes. And I think in the summer, I'd like us to tackle, there's a book series called The Poppy War.
0: Yes, I want to read it so bad. Um, also, we need to do Concrete Rose at some point.
1: Concrete Rose, yes, because I loved... Um, Gosh, what is the first book? Uh, the Hate You Give. The Hate You Give, yes, I love that one. Um, what other books? At the moment, I really want to buy Kingdom of the Wicked, which is um, again, it's all because of like I've seen people recommending the book, boyfriends. So there's a guy called Wrath in that who's like one of the princes of hell. I love me a bad boy. Yeah. Um, and Wicked Saints is a book that I've had on my list for quite a while that looks really interesting um in good also
0: oh sorry someone suggested we do caraval caraval is that how you say it
1: i think so caraval if you are interested in hearing us talk about that please let us know give us your opinions but no spoilers because we've not read it yet um good book news next month is april we have a good book month because on april 23rd we have shadow and bone coming out which maddie and i are going to have to try and netflix party um and what else is there?
0: 21st of April is um, Crown of Gilded Bones,
1: which I read the first chapter today and I'm mind blown. Um, I'm going to tell, I'm going to say here, I'm going to say it here and now. So we were all deeply, I mean, we we're always deeply disappointed with Sarah J Maas for a number of reasons, but mainly because, well not mainly, but one of the biggest disappointments is there is a certain scene that involves three people that she did not include since the everyone is talking about there's a thing called the joining I'm trying to not give any spoilers but if you know the books then you know there's a thing called the joining and we really want this in the book and now that I've read that first chapter I really think the joining is going to be a super important thing I want the
0: joining so
1: yes. bad. I feel like an absolute creep but I want the joining in that book so bad
0: we as well found out yesterday that we can't pre-order the book and I've never been so disappointed because it comes out on my birthday and I wanted to read it on my birthday well I can't do that <laughs> so.
1: I just still need to figure out what's going to be allowed for your birthday like do I have to like send you your presents or like can I actually drive to your house and drop them off
0: I have no idea, Chief. I don't know. Can't answer that, I'm afraid. Also, Rule of Wolves comes out end of March, which we haven't spoken about the first one. Um, Nikolai's books.
1: I would do anything for Nikolai. Is it Landstorff? Yeah. Basically, if you're not sure who we're talking about, Nikolai from Shadow and Bone, he is one of the best characters written, and he was done so dirty. He deserved better.
0: Yeah, he really did. I And I, I do really want to read them books. I think I'm going to read them over Easter.
1: Oh, good. I think we should come up with, like, we should release, we should make a list of, like, our Easter reading list. Oh, <laughs> yeah. here's the thing. So we've seen some people have been talking about they've been doing, like, 24 hour readathons. And we were talking, maybe, would anyone be interested if we did a 24 hour readathon? Because I'd be tempted to do it. How would we even do that? I don't know. I think we'll have to wait for a holiday when we're, like, actually able to, like, stay together and we'll like sit and do it like the readathon together i'd love to like try and if we could read like the same books because then we'll go through it and like be able to talk about them (laughs) um but i think that would be fun that would be if you think it'd be fun to listen to and like hear us absolutely lose our minds let us know (laughs) give us your thoughts
0: but yeah that's everything next week is um a touch of touch of ruin um and yeah thank you for your support uh,
1: we're going to peace out.
0: Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.